Welcome to the J Root Radio Healthy Living. Once again, my name is Eliezer Gruber, a certified nutritionist with offices in Borough Park and in Yerushalayim. I am the developer, again, for the first-time listeners, I'm the developer of the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center located at 4315 14th Avenue in the heart of Borough Park. My vision, my mission in developing the Nutri-Supreme Research and Education Center was to create a model in order to be able to educate and to bring a clear, very clear awareness to the public, the value, the benefits of how healthy lifestyle changes, optimal eating, wise choices when we choose what we put in our mouth as far as our dietary habits, exercise program, which is going to be today's show, proper sleep and stress management can have such a profound effect on one's emotional physical and emotional wellness. Optimal, we're looking for the target goal of optimal emotional, physical, and emotional wellness. In medicine, there is no magic cure. We're living in a generation of a quick-fix generation. People are looking for a quick-fix. How can I feel better yesterday that we can't even wait till the end of the day or tomorrow? Where's my quick-fix? There's no question the combination of nutrition and exercise provides so many a wealth of benefits to us, again, emotionally, physically, and our mental well-being. We start with the brain. Today's show, again, is going to focus on exercise. We have a very, very, uh, today's show is going to be a wealth of information, but if just as a hagdoma, if we start with the brain, even 30 minutes a day of exercise can actually change your brain chemistry. How many people come to me, Mr. Gruber, I can't find my car keys. Mr. Gruber, I can't find my glasses. They walk out of my store on 14th Avenue. Which direction is my car? Is it parked closer to 43rd or is it parked closer to 44th Street? Circulation. We need to improve our circulation. Exercise. A great tool. A great way to improve circulation to the brain. In fact, out of all the blood that the heart pumps out, the brain grabs about 25% of all the blood that the heart pumps out. So is, is, as far as focus, as far as zikaron, as far as memory, as far as a mood elevator, we're living in a generation of depression, of psychiatric problems, escalating leaps and bounds in the United States. No question, exercise can help our moods and elevate our moods. Besides the well-known benefits cardiovascular health, reducing the risk of stroke, reducing the risk of heart attack in our community, in the Jewish community. How many people, how many phone calls have I gotten in the last two years? Young people in their 50s and even their 40s, late 40s and 50s with heart attacks. In Rahman Latzlan, some of these people are not even living today. Exercise is the key, is a key, is a valuable key to unlock the door again to optimal health and wellness. Blood pressure. We live in a stressed out generation. I could tell you no question about it. 90% of the people that walk into my office are under so much stress. What can I do? Blood pressure goes up. Risk for heart disease, risk for stroke goes up with blood pressure. Exercise, a great way to to reduce blood pressure. What about bone density? Just yesterday, I had, a, I had a consultation with a woman, a young woman in her 50s. Her bone density, her T-score was in showing severe osteoporosis. We need, we need weight-bearing exercise. 
I remember when I spoke many years ago in Lakewood, New Jersey, and, in, and with a very large audience, and I was telling the Oilam there, I said, listen, when we go to a grocery store, we get in our cars, or supermarket, we get in our cars, and we can drive in the parking, around the parking lot, looking for the closest parking space to the front door in order so we don't have to walk from the end of the parking lot to the front door. What are we doing to ourselves? We need to exercise. If we're going to have that mindset, getting on our cars, being, being on, behind our desks, behind, in the computers, or in the base mattress, without exercising, we're missing the boat. So bone density, valuable. In fact, there's so many in, this, in, in the United States, young people with severe osteoporosis. And what about cancer? There's no question from Harvard, from the most well-renowned medical centers throughout the world, Exercise can reduce the incidence of cancer. In fact, I interviewed one of my interviews with a well-known oncologist in the Manhattan area in one of the big medical centers, and he directed me to a gen- geneticist, geneticist by the name of Dr. Mary Claire King. Dr. Mary Claire King is a well is a renowned geneticist dealing with BRCA gene mutation. That means if there's a mutation in a certain gene, more among the Ashkenaz Jews increases the risk of cancer, ovarian cancer, and breast cancer. According to all of her research, and according to this oncologist from this well-known medical center, a teenager that has this BRCA gene mutation exercises vigorously in these teenage years can modify the gene expression. Can you hear that? Well, the listeners, I want you to hear very clearly can modify the gene expression. That means if she was going to get cancer at Rachman at 30, 40 years old, maybe it's not going to happen until 60, 70. Maybe it's not going to happen at all, Bezaz Hashem. Exercise. Also, digestion. How many people come to me with constipation and they don't digest food well and they're bloated and they're this and they're gas? All kinds of digestive problems, IBS, IBD. Exercise. You need blood flow. Blood flow to the digestive system. The digestive system is the window of health. Sleep. How many people come to us in our nutrition center on 14th Avenue? Mr. Group, I can't sleep. I can't fall asleep. Or if I do fall asleep, I wake up in the middle of the night five times. I'm talking about even women, not men with prostate problems, that they have to empty their bladder. They can't stay asleep. We're looking for quality, the right quantity and quality of sleep. Exercise can enhance tremendously our sleep pattern. No question about it. So we're talking about from head to toe, every field in medicine, let's get very clear, every field in medicine can benefit reducing risk factors with a proper nutrition and exercise and sleep program. No question, again, emotional and physical well-being. Our immune system. What about our immune system? I see generations in the geriatric population in the 70s, or 80s, 85, they have a better immune system than, than the younger people, than their grandchildren. How can that be? As a person gets older, as a person ages, we know the aging process, the person gets weaker, and, they, and the immune system gets schwacher. So why do these older people have a better immune function system than the younger people? The younger people are sitting, sitting, and sitting, and more sitting. And they're eating, they're not eating the right foods. They're eating, I hate to say what they're eating, it's not even Roy for Achilles Kelev. So with eating the wrong foods, and with not exercising, with a sedentary 
sedentary way of life, what do you expect? They have a weaker immune system than their grandparents or even their great-grandparents. Again, my goal, my vision is to address the genetic predisposition. Everybody has a different predisposition and present a plan, a plan that includes nutritional, proper nutritional um, intake, a proper dietary intake, along with a comprehensive exercise program and proper sleep to address one's unique biochemistry. Without any further delay, today's show brings to me it's certain emotions. And it happens to be Siata Deshmai over here because last year I, was, I signed up for a gym. And towards several months ago, I didn't renew my membership. I have a very, very busy schedule. I'm traveling to Israel every single month. And I'm doing, I'm out of town, even in the United States, out of town a lot. With my busy schedule, it's very difficult to me. I'm thinking even within five, six blocks, I have to take the time. I have to go to the gym. I have to change my clothes. I have to now go into the gym. And sometimes some of the machines are not, it's not, it's not, they're, they're busy, the machines. Baruch Hashem, there are people there waiting to use the machines, whether it's weights, whether it's treadmill, whether it's cardio, whether it's cardio exercise, whether it's a resistant training exercise. So it takes it just takes a lot of time, even though I make the time, I have to make the time, because that's at the forefront, of, again, of health and wellness, is nutrition and exercise. So somebody comes to my store. It's like out of, clear out of the Shemayim. Somebody comes to my store and prevents, presents to me D, these DVDs. What is this DVD? So I was thinking about it. I'm very skeptical what I'm going to bring into my store. Yeah, all of my listeners know me by now. I will not let anything in my store without my approval. So comes I, I said to my marketing person, I said, listen, I am not going to put this out for sale, this DVD, until I go and I see it myself. I came back from Aaron Israel about a week ago. I could tell you on three different, four different occasions that you're talking about, I came back Wednesday a week ago. So we're talking about eight, nine days later. I've looked at this DD at least three, if not four times. I should really look at it five days a week, six days a week, three or four times. And I'm so impressed. I'm so fit. Fit Yit is the name of the DVD. Fit Yit. Now, what is this DVD? It's for, we I always, I was asking, you know, trainers, personal trainers, this trainer, you know, where can you get a DVD that's kosher? You know, the problem is sneers is a big issue with DVDs today and wait, you how I, you know, somebody sent me an email, somebody who was a, a professional trainer, and I was looking at this, 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 this clip he sent me and there's things that I should not, which I did not order this DVD because there are women that are not dressed properly on that. So I will not look at this DVD. So comes to my office, this DVD, this perfect from Yiddish kite to exercise. And I, there's three people in there and, and who was trainers that we're going to interview today. And there's Chemi. Chemi, you're doing a great job. You and Avi uh, is Chemi, Avi and uh, Mr. Miller. Huh? Mr. No, no, Avi, no, the three trainers. Chemi, Avi, and, and, and the David. Anyway, three of the trainers. We're going we're gonna to have, have an interview with the trainers. But before we go to the trainers and all the value of the exercise in this DVD, I would like to introduce a Mr. Miller. I just met him now, had the pleasure to meet him. He is the producer. 
He had the mindset. He had the vision. Just like all the years I had the vision to create a model, um, an education, nutritional and education center to service the public, to promote optimal health and wellness physically and emotionally. Mr. Miller here had the vision. The vision, and not just the vision, he executed this vision and produced a phenomenal, phenomenal DVD, Fit Yet. I would like now to introduce Mr. Miller. Mr. Miller, you're on the air. Hi. First of all, thank you for having me today. I really appreciate the opportunity to bring to, the, to give the community a first-hand account over this DVD, Fit Yet, first ever kosher men's exercise DVD. And also thank you for the introduction, proper introduction, giving all the benefits of exercise. So maybe I could ask you just a few questions. Um, what basically, what was your the vision, or what caused you or to initiate such a project? Because I'm sure there's a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of money, a lot of time that went into developing this phenomenal DVD. So. What was your mindset? What programmed you to come to execute this? Well, firstly, I have a little bit of a fitness background. My mother is a personal trainer, and as a kid, she used to give us classes, give the kids classes that were very enjoyable, and we felt good afterwards. And at a certain point, as a teenager, I, 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 went to, I attended a gym, and I lost about 30 pounds from resulting directly from exercise. Meaning to say, I didn't cut down on my food intake, I didn't go on any specific diet plan, it was simply doing exercise <coughs> almost every day, almost every day in the week. And, and I, I realized the, the benefits and the, and the worth of exercise. Now, if I could ask you, Mr. Miller, what, you know, there, there's a little confusion among people who are starting an exercise program. We know cardio exercise, the brisk walking, the treadmill, the bicycle, the swimming, you know, to get your heart rate 60, 80 percent, let's say, your maximum heart rate. You know, so we have that benefit of cardio exercises, cardiologists and doctors recommend. But what about strength training, resistance training, building muscles, not building muscles for as far as just for show. You know, we're not here. We're here for ruchnias, not just to show gashmias. But what what do you say the difference or, you know, incorporate? You need both. Is you start with one and not the other or you should start together with both? Well, you definitely need both. And. To start together with both, I guess you have to start together with both. And the the strengthening the muscles is not is not only if someone wants to look like bulging muscles and be a bodybuilder. Strengthening the muscles is important to be able to carry yourself and and to be able to breathe better and to be able to focus better and and perform better. It's just it's just as important as cardio exercises. Okay, so before we go now and introduce the trainers, what can you tell me what, as far as just the physical, the what went into making this DVD? How was it difficult? Did you just have trainers and video them? So at first, about six months ago, I thought this idea came to me to produce a kosher men's exercise DVD. I, right in the beginning when I had this idea, I, res I did searches and... To, to try to see if there is such a thing already, or if there is something in the Goyesha market that could be suitable for, for 
for Hamshaid. So really, there was there was not at all that didn't have any inappropriate women on it, or even there was one that I did find that had only men. But I don't think it was something that that a regular Borapak or Flappish he wants to bring into the dining room and do it in front of their kids. So that was step number one. Afterwards, I started and I interviewed about ten trainers, and we came out with the with the four best. We have them here today, and and we we, we that was just, that was the beginning. And from there, it took about six months, and now we're here today, and we're getting amazing feedback. I'm getting tons of emails. After uh, the responses is just amazing. People say I w I always wanted such a thing. I'm um. I was looking out for it. Someone even said that he was thought of doing it himself, producing it, and it's just gratifying. You should know, in my consultations in the last few days since I've been back from Eretz Israel, I have two screens on my computer in my office. One screen stays on your DVD. And the people coming in, I mentioned the one just came in for osteoporosis. One came in, has a history. The father was nifter at very young age, at age 54, diabetes, and, cardio, and from, ended up in a heart attack. And I, you know, I said, look, look what's in front of you. Take such a DVD. Start an exercise program. You will call me within a very short time, Mr. Gruber. I can't uh, begin to, to express my appreciation to you for, for, suggesting, for suggesting that I get this DVD. Phenomenal. So maybe we should, let's, without further delay, bring on the trainers we have on the line. Chemi, uh, you're on the line? Hello? Abi? Abi? Hello? Uh, there you go, much better. Okay. Who, uh, Abi, this is Abi? Nope, this is Chami. Chami, hi, Chami. Even though we never met, I know you, Chami. <laughs> you're doing a great job, Chami. I, I can picture you now in my mind. You know, get the towel, bring the water, you know, make sure you're doing well hydrated. You know what I mean? Not too much. Don't, don't overexert yourself, especially for the beginners. Chami, you're doing a great job over here. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Really, I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. You did a great job. Um, so maybe you could give us a little background. I mentioned, you know, the Rashi Prokim, you know, from head to toe, the different v the benefits of a proper exercise, you know. And, and I see, you should know, I, from, okay, I was just got off the plane a week ago, a little bit still, not jet lag, but, you know, I was a very busy in Eretz Israel, and I feel a little bit soreness in my arms and a little bit soreness in my legs, you know what I mean? And I went to somebody's house last night, and he gave me a, a whole thing, we'll speak about that maybe at a different time, a whole thing of a juice from, from um, es not escaro, from kale, kale juice, like I drank this whole thing about a pint of green juice, you know, which will, in nutrition and exercise go together. But let's, you know, from your profession, you're, you're, you're the expert in the field, you know, the, the epidemic of obesity, the epidemic of diabetes type 2 among teenagers is, is, is increasing leaps and bounds, Rahman Letzlan. So can you give us, like, just a, a, a background, you know, of how we should start and what and what we should do? And, you know, if people only have limited amount of time of with, to uh, start an exercise program? Yeah. Well, um, I think the, the best advice that I can give right from the outset is, is first of all, um, you want to talk about your motivation. 
um, there's two sorts of motivation, um, intrinsic and extrinsic. And ex- extrinsic motivation is is really um, when you're motivated to do anything, really, not just uh, to keep fit or exercise, when you're motivated by an external source. So, you know, you're trying to please someone else. Um, you, you're doing it to uh, to look good for someone else. And um, whenever you're doing anything, really, for anyone else, uh, it's never, it's, you know, you can succeed at least on a temporary level, uh, uh, level but, but it's not going to be long-lasting. And so the first thing you want to do is ask yourself, you know, do I really want to be healthy? What, what, what do I want to exercise for? What do I want to be uh, uh, eat the right foods for? And, you know, what you said at the beginning of your radio program was exactly right. You've you got to do it for yourself. And... We've got to do it as from Jews, you know. We can't serve Hashem. We can't do the mitzvah adequately without being healthy. And so when you make that decision to be healthy for yourself and for Hashem, that's the first step. The second step is to, once you've decided to to go ahead and do it, is to figure out what works for you. And uh, one of the reasons this DVD is so good is because, as you mentioned, going to a gym... um, you know, pay, paying for that and, and working on someone else's schedule and driving there and waiting for machines. You know, one of the reasons this DVD is so good is because you can put on any time you like and, uh, and get a, a quick 20, 30-minute workout in. Um, whenever you exercise, whenever you eat healthily, healthily you've got to figure out what's right for you. And, and everyone's at a different stage in their life. Everyone's doing, you know, doing different things, and some people eat, donuts every day and some people you know don't exercise at all and that's fine and everyone's got to start at at their place and everyone needs to pick one or two things that they can change that will fit into their lifestyle and you do it for a little bit and then you see how it goes and then you change a little more and you change a little more and over time you'll uh, you'll 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 get you know you'll you'll get there and um i think the most important thing also is to never compare yourself to anyone else you just got to do the best that you can do and forget what everyone else is doing just as long as you're improving day to day. It applies physically, it applies spiritually as well. You know, if you're learning, you should learn a little bit every day. And if you're learning a little bit every day, maybe you learn a little bit more and a little bit more. And um, that really applies for everything in life. You know, Chami, what you said before and what I saw in the introduction on the DVD from you and your colleagues was very impressive. The Rabboni Shulam gave us a neshama, a halak, a neshama, and a guf. And the Rambams in Hilchas Day is very, very clearly the value of exercise. It's not that we want to make a, have a, a, a muscle-building, you know, physical body for show and, 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 you know, like some people do. You know, we want to have, like Rabbi Waxman, Rabbi Waxman, Baruch Hashem, I heard of him as I was driving here, a tape from Rabbi Waxman, is that the Rabbanan Shalom, every single person has, has a job in this world to do, fulfill. There's only one of each person. And it, like he says, it brings a safer Torah. If an ice is missing, there's a safer Torah. The safer Torah is puzzle. So everybody, the Rabbanu Hashem, gives a person the neshama every day, Baruch Hashem, for, for a good investment. We want the best investment we can possibly show the Rabbanu Hashem that he gave us the best, you know, we can show for him and, and demonstrate to him. So if a person is physically fit, again, 
he, then he has more energy. He can learn better, whether he's learning in the base medrash or whether he is, you know, a parnasa because he has an obligation to, to, have a, to be mafarnas, his family. At the end of the day, his goal is to, to optimize his physical well-being because that's going to now be able, a way, a vehicle. Now his neshama can just flourish and flourish and flourish because he has energy. That's right. It's no good, you know, uh, a lot of people, a lot of Jews, unfortunately, think that uh, it's all about, you know, learning, learning Torah and learning and learning and, and sitting and learning and sitting and learning and sitting and learning and that incorporates eating and sitting and learning and eating and sitting. But, you know, there's another facet of, of Yiddishkeit and that's doing, you know, a lot of everything that we do is 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 there's a spiritual aspect, a cerebral aspect, but there's a physical aspect as well. You know, you can't build a sukkah if you're not fit. You can't uh, lift up a Torah hugbah or, or lift up your children or, um, you know, do any of the things that we need to do to do the mitzvah. You've got to be fit as well. So, you know, you need to work out spiritually and you need to work out physically. You know, Rebbe Victor Miller, Zichon of Rocha in Flatbush, uh, one of the Gedoli Ador, who every day, from what I understand, would go down Ocean Parkway, would spend about an hour, and our people that tried to speak to him as he was walking could not keep up with him because he was walking <laughs> at such at a brisk pace. And he was, you know, in, and he had, you know, Kola Torah Kula, and he had Shiram, 20, 30 Shiram a week, and he took time every single day, and he walked down Ocean Parkway for about an hour a day, very briskly. So it, you see from Gedalim, you know what I mean, in the Novomensk, you know, Novomensk Yeshiva has a gym in his yeshiva. You know, so I, I think the Gedalim are very well aware of the value. I think we need to spread the word. You know, this DVD hopefully is going to spread more and more the word and give a tool now so people can exercise in a very sneistic way. So it takes care of two things. It takes care of the sneist issue, and it takes care of, you know, like the time issue, to get in the car, like you said, get in the car and go to the gym and this and that, and you can do it right in your home. Now let's go back to, you know, let's say you have like a few segments on this DVD, right? You have beginners, you know, have more intense cardio. So let's say, first of all, I get people who come to me that are that had stents and or angioplasty or you know what I mean, high blood pressure, a lot of different medications. You know, I know you're not a you know a doctor, but I always tell people, especially if they've gone through any surgical procedure or they're on medications because let's say stents, angioplasty, things like that, or bypass, they need to first at least get the green light from their physician you know, exactly what they can do. Or I have people come to me with severe osteoporosis. Severe osteoporosis, you know, you can pick up a baby with severe osteoporosis and break a bone. So what would you suggest? Now people are coming in, let's say, buying the DVD. So I think they should, like, the, we, the wise, you know, uh, recommendation, with, you know, if there is an issue, a medical issue, is to at least get clearance what they can do from their physician. Yes, that's very, very important. And before you do anything, any sort of exercise, you should get clearance from your physician and talk to him and say, look, you know, I, I want to be fit. I want to try and be healthy and exercise. What can and can I, can I not do? And uh, they'll guide you. You know, I definitely think that, like you said, there's, uh, there's different segments on this DVD. There's from beginners to more intense. And definitely the more intense, you've got to be, got to be fit to do it. Otherwise, you've got to, you know... Um, you're going to get yourself into some trouble, so definitely see a doctor first before you, before you do any sort of exercise. 
So the people that start, let's say, with a DVD that have, you know, they're not, they haven't exercised in the longest time, or they're, let's say, in their 50s, and it's been probably since they were playing baseball or basketball or some type of exercise. It could have been 30 years. So they should start, obviously, at the beginners. And, and how much of the beginners should they do? Should they do, I think your first segment is like 18 minutes or something like that, and then you have a, then you have a break, right, before you go to the next segment? Right, yeah. I would. Uh, if you've never done any sort of, or if it's been a while since you've done any sort of uh, exercise before, certainly start with David's workout routines. They're 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 fun. They'll definitely get your heart racing, but they're easy going, and uh, you'll get into the swing of things. You know, if you do the exercises and you're aching and aching and aching for days after. That's normal, but then you do it again. I mean, you know, for, for about four hours afterwards, you may be aching a little bit, but that will subside. And then you do it again, and you do it again, and you do it again, and you'll find that it will become easier and easier. And when you want to take it up a notch, when you feel good, and when that workout, you know, doesn't make you too sore, then maybe look at the more intense segments and see how you go. I mean, certainly you can watch the DVD, the different segments, before you try it see what they look like so let's say and myself uh, let's say myself i mentioned this morning i woke up my arms a little bit sore my legs a little bit sore so would you keep exercising today like less maybe or would you wait a day two days and then go back what would you do yeah good question so um first of all uh it's recommended that you shouldn't exercise the same body part two days in a row you should wait at least 48 hours so let's say you exercise your chest um uh, or your back or, or your legs, you should wait at least 48 hours before exercising those again. Um, in our workout routines, it's really a whole body exercise, so definitely I wouldn't do it two days in a row. I think it's a bit much. Um, uh, you could do the resistance workout on one day and then the cardio workout on the next day, but certainly I wouldn't do any of those back-to-back. Um, what you're referring to when people are sore, typically when um, their body isn't used to exercising, it's called DOMS, uh, Delayed Onset Muscle Soreness. It's very common, and um, that will pass. Uh, definitely one thing you can do is stretch after you work out. It's very, very important. And also drink a lot. You've got to hydrate. Um, that will also help. How much but would you it's drink? Very, it's very normal to, be, to feel a bit sore, especially if you haven't worked out for a while. If anything hurts, if there's pain, that's something else. But pain is, diff- is different to soreness. So if you're a bit sore, that's fine. And then you wait a few days, and it should dissipate after th- uh, two to three days. Let's say somebody is going on, let's say, watching the DVD for, let's say, on a 30-minute duration of time. How much should they be drinking? What intervals and how much should they be drinking during this 30 minutes? Okay, well, um, you know, the cardio, my cardio routine is, is definitely, definitely going to make you sweat. The more you sweat, the more you have to drink. Um, you want to you want to drink before you want to drink during and you want to drink after and um, you know definitely you want to have a couple of cups of water beforehand and, and a cup or two during and several cups afterwards that means like two cups like 16 ounces let's say what 15 minutes before starting the exercise program yep sounds good and then during the course let's say every during let's say 30 minute workout well how much another 16 ounce during that 30 minute workout? Yeah, I mean, it, you know, it depends on how much you sweat. Um, you definitely don't want to be bloated. You don't want to overdrink during the workout, but uh, but also you don't want to deny yourself either. 
So if you see you're schwitzing and schwitzing and schwitzing, you're losing water. And that's not good. You need to keep you need to keep hydrated. So definitely drink, but don't drink so much like you, as uh, to make you feel bloated. Now, it's something I have a problem with. Maybe you could walk me through this. Is the breathing pattern during the exercise? I I find myself because let's say especially if it's more of an intense exercise regimen, you know what I mean? To, like you say, at the hard part, you should uh, you should breathe out. Right? Wait, wait one second. Let's go through this again. You have the the harder part and the lesser part. So which one is going breathing out and which one is bringing breathing in? Yeah. Uh, I know that breathing can sometimes be difficult if, you know, people have been breathing all their lives and, sometimes, and then when you actually get them to think about it, it's not so easy. Um, the breathing, yeah, like you said, is uh, whenever you're doing an exercise, say you're lifting a weight up, um, so there's the eccentric part and there's the concentric part, which basically means there's the part where you lift it up and the part where it goes down by gravity. The part that you lift it up where it's harder, that's where you breathe out. And then as you lower the weight, you breathe in. Right, so it's uh, it, it, you have to get a little rhythm to yourself, right, to, in order to keep the breathing in a, in this in this cycle. Yes, and another important thing to realize is that when you breathe in, you fill your lungs with air, and that actually supports your whole core. So if you're lifting really heavy weight, and this applies to if you're lifting suitcases as well, for that matter, or he- your heavy children. I mean, my kids are getting pretty big right now. So, uh, or if you're shoveling snow, only a few months ago, this also applied is uh, breathe in. And when you breathe in, you fill your lungs with air, and that actually supports your whole core. Are you breathing through your nose? Are you breathing through your mouth or your nose? You know, I've seen different... I don't think it matters. Uh, I think if you need the oxygen, then, you know, sometimes breathing in through your nose can be a little bit restrictive depending on on your physiology. So I don't think you need to worry about that. Uh Now, if I could uh, direct now the, the program... Uh, as I mentioned, there's escalating at a very alarming rate diabetes type 2, even among teenagers today, which was never in the history of the world. And obviously, you know, it's because of the sedentary way of life and the way that they're eating today, the carbohydrates, the simple carbohydrates. So, you know, the the insulin, the I call it a lock and key mechanism, like the insulin, the key, and, and the receptor by the muscles where we want to unlock the receptor in order now the excess or uh, ins- uh, glucose should go into the muscle cells. It's not working properly, so then, then it's a feedback system, so the, then the pancreas produces more and more insulin. So we basically the goal is to gain sensitivity around the cell membrane, around the muscle cell membrane. So I think that's where I think the studies show that you know there's a big difference between, let's say, if you have two groups, one just doing cardio compared to one doing cardio together with resistant training, as far as we, the goal is to reduce hemoglobin A1C, the marker for diabetes, is to, by increasing the sensitivity around the muscle membrane cell, then you're going to be able to the lock and key mechanism to work better and reduce the amount of insulin in, that's needed and, and, and reduce the, and, you know, and then the numbers will automatically come down. So like when people, you know, come to me and I ask them, you know, or suggest to them part of my plan, the GPS roadmap that I'm giving the exercise program. So I said, you know, get a trainer uh, and especially if they're like, you know, a full blown diabetic. And I want them to exercise as many muscles as possible in order that they should at the, you know, at the end of the program, end of the day, be able to increase the sensitivity around the cell membrane. So the lock and key mechanism works better and the insulin will now be able to. Uh, fit in or unlock the door to get in the excess blood sugar. Are you, um, are trainers, do they go through that 
type of education or in other words you know what i mean because i see a lot of diabetics a lot of diabetics it's sky- yeah, my, my sister-in-law is diabetic uh she was she just actually um discovered she was diabetic only a couple of years ago um everything was going fine and all of a sudden she wasn't you know things she went to the doctor and he surprised her so you know, it happens to all of us, and certainly, like you said, I mean, there's an epidemic now in America. There's so many, uh, there's so much sugar in our diets, um, so many uh, refined sugars, everything, you know, white bread and white rice, um, and the effect that has on one's body of spiking your insulin and, and really shredding your metabolism, and it's terrible. So, yes, yeah, so, I mean, you know, one thing it's important to mention within in this DVD is, is this is the exercise portion of things, but exercise is only one half of the coin. The other side of the coin is 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 the right nutrition. Very very important. Right. I I, I think there's so many, there's such a fogginess and such a lack of education. Whether it's you know in the general population, whether it's in the yeshivas today, what the bachrim are getting to eat. You know what I mean? They're not there's not an exercise program. They're not getting proper nutrition. I remember years ago, my sister-in-law in Chicago sent me a clip. Riverdale hired a nutritionist to uh, put in the put into the kitchen to watch what the, or direct the cook and the chef and the whatever what foods to make because you know we want to give the bachim the proper nutrition. It, it goes hand in hand. You know, there's no question about it. Now let's let's just another um, I would uh, like to address. Let's say before exercise and after exercise. So we're here. You know, obviously there's breaking down, there's building, there's repairing. So we want the right. You know, we're not talking now about long-term nutrition for health and wellness. Just for the exercise program. You know, what how much they should eat before and after. So protein is very valuable. And I you know, and I find that. So many people, especially women, just don't get enough protein in their diets. That's one of the reasons why Nutri-Supreme came out with whey shakes that, you know, in the morning, I have every morning a whey shake and, and put two scoops is like 25 grams of protein. And most people need at least, you know, 75 grams of protein a day. Where are they getting it from? You know, an egg is only six grams of protein. A quarter of a chicken is maybe 25, 28 grams of protein. And people are, are gravitate to carbohydrates. They're not getting So we're now we're building. We're doing this DVD and this exercise program. So, you know, we're, we need to be able to build, repair, you know, and not to damage. So they need a good, let's say, before, I always suggest, before a workout, you know, and carbohydrates, you know, we want the glycogen storage is very limited. You only have a few hundred grams of glycogen storage. So if a person is going to go through a very strong workout when they get to the RA, the, you know, the stage above the beginners, you know, in the in intensive training, their glycogen storage needs to be full. You know what I mean? And then afterwards to recuperate, they need to be able, there's, you know, repairing, building, remodeling. So protein, I think, is very, very valuable. And the right carbohydrates, you know, some people, they eat the simple carbohydrates before these, all these, these drinks that they, they promote today. I, you know, I think it's, it's not, the, not the way to go. In other words, you need a, a whole grain, whole carbohydrates, whole grain carbohydrates that's going to metabolize slowly, that's going to get absorbed slowly, and build glycogen, you know, storage before, before the exercise where you have enough. And then afterwards, after you've depleted your glycogen storage and, you're, and you want your repair, you know, so... You, you know, we a good idea. I think is the the listeners should realize to make sure, like, well, be well hydrated as we spoke about. 
and some carbohydrates with protein can be very valuable. And after the workout, even some more protein, because again, we want to, we're building, we're repairing, we're remodeling. What do you, what do you have to say about that, Chemi? Yeah, I, th- I think you make a lot of good points, a lot of good points. Um, uh, gosh, which one to address first? First of all, um, uh, yes, it's important throughout the day for everyone to get a healthy, balanced diet, which means that you need to have all six nutrients. There are six nutrients that the human body does not make by itself that it needs to eat, and that's, that includes protein, carbohydrate, fat, minerals, vitamins, or vitamins, as you say here, and, um, and water. And everyone needs all of those all the time. Um, you know, don't, I, I would definitely shy away from these you know, low carbohydrate or low fat or anything, no, you know, the trick is to eat just the right amount for your (laughs) body. And everyone's different. As far as protein goes, you know, the more active you are, the more protein you need, because like you say, you know, your body is breaking down. So you need to, you need those amino acids, the building blocks in the proteins to build you up again. Um, you want to get stronger, definitely. You want, you want your muscles to get stronger and, and bigger and, and healthy. Um, so, yeah, you do have to have the right amount of protein. Um, generally speaking, yeah, you're right. Uh, one should have complex carbohydrates throughout the day, uh, things like uh, brown rice and uh, sweet potatoes, yams, um, uh, whole grains and whole wheat products, uh, as opposed to anything refined. Um, but, uh, but the thing is, is uh, uh, after the workout, after the workout, it's very, very important. You've got a 30 to 60 minute window where your body has been depleted of its glycogen and, and, and it's got a lot of waste products from the exercise. And so, yes, you're right. You do have to drink a lot after, the, after you exercise. And you also need to get uh, the right amounts of carbohydrates and protein. Um, also, I would add that the carbohydrates that you eat, you know, I, I mentioned that you should uh, eat uh, complex carbohydrates throughout the day is, is, is a good, uh, good rule of thumb. However, however, after the workout, I suggest simple carbohydrates, carbohydrates that can be easily taken into your body, into your bloodstream, um, because you've just uh, depleted your glycogen reserves in your muscles, and so you, your body is aching. It's like a sponge. Those muscles that you exercise are just like a sponge, and they, and they want all this healthy nutrition that you can eat. So you eat uh, simple carbohydrates like um, uh, grape juice is very good because it's got a lot of glucose in and, and uh, dextrose and uh, easily taken in sugars. Um, and protein. You're right, you have to have protein. I've, I've read that a two-to-one ratio of protein to carbohydrates, in other words, two carbohydrates to one protein, is, is a good rule of thumb. You shouldn't really have fats after you work out because that will slow the digestion, right, and you right. want those nutrients to go straight right, to your body. Right, valuable information. Uh, and the, the, just one last thing is that the protein that you eat should be uh, whey protein as opposed to a different sort like casein or soy, which is slower to digest. Well, soy has an effect, can have a negative effect on the thyroid function, thyroid gland. Okay, Chemi, that's a wealth of information. I think we have Avi on the phone now. Avi, hi, Avi. Hey, how are you? Good, Avi. You're on the DVD. You and you and Chemi are a great combination over here. Well, we've, we've grown up, no, I've grown up knowing Chemi all my life, basically. Yeah, I got your picture. Uh, Mr. Miller's going to be in my office later today. He's going to see on my screen. He's going to see you and Chemi. You know what I mean? I'm bringing you straight into my office every day, you and Chemi. You and 
Um, so we, we've, uh, Chemi's given us a wealth of information over here. I would like to, you know, your expertise as well, um, if you could guide us a little bit, because we're living in such a sedentary, you know, lifestyle and people just not getting up and moving. We got to get them up and move. We got to get them to exercise cardio and resistant training and, and, and the proper nutrition. And then, Bez Hashem, we're going to have Maimonides. They're going to say the cardiovascular, the cardiac unit just decreased by 80% in the last 12 months. What can we do? What can we got to educate? What can you give us uh, some of your wealth of information, Avi? Sure. I mean, I have a lot of awesome information, but what it really comes down to is, is you know, eating right and moving more and just you know, getting up off the couch or, or choosing to walk as opposed to driving to certain, certain areas. That could make all the difference. I've seen clients, people I've seen and worked with, um, really, you know, just completely change their life and how they feel every day just by, you know, taking their dog for a walk. <laughs> um, you know, 10 minutes, you get, you know, people who can, you know, on all sorts of medications for diabetes and, and neuropathy and all sorts of stuff, and they just, you know, the exercise just kind of brings the, one by one, the pills go away, um, and the weight comes down, and they just, everything functions better, they're brighter, they're sharper. Let me ask you, Abby, when I take, when I take a brisk walk, let's say, and I want to walk, let's say, within 30 minutes, at least two miles. My goal is at least two miles in 30 minutes, uh, a mile every 15 minutes. So what I'll do after, let's say, 10 minutes is I'll stop and just take my pulse, let's say, for 10 or 15 seconds. If it's 10 seconds, 10 seconds multiplied by 6, 15 seconds multiplied by 4, and get my heart rate. Now, let's say my resting heart rate is normally around, let's say, 80 beats 80 beats a minute. So, you know, in my age, my I want to get, I usually try to get to like at least between 60, closer to 80% of my maximum heart rate. What do you, can you give us your feeling about that? In other words, people should make sure, like you said, walking the dog or window shopping is not going to do too much for their, for their, for right. their health. So, and well. generally, you know, from, from what I learned is that there are three zones or heart rate zones um, that, you know, we want to circle into and out of throughout our workouts, you know, based on our, our level of, you know, level of fitness and, and what our program is. Um, but, you know, it starts zone one is about 65 to maybe 75% of your maximum heart rate, um, which just, you know, for those who don't know, um, if you just take 220 and subtract your age, that's basically roughly where your, uh, your maximum heart rate is. And then it's just pretty simple, you know, you take out a calculator and you do, you know, 65% of that um, would be zone one, and between 65 and 75, and then 75 and 85 would be zone two, and zone three would be you know, up to about 95% of your target heart rate. And that's, that's obviously, you know, if you're training really intense and, you know, we, you don't really want to stay too long in that, in that you know, uh, zone three. But the circling going from zone one, two, and three, and then back um, is pretty much how, you know, when it comes to athletes or people who are doing a lot of cardiovascular training, that's where they kind of hang out. So, so let's say for a beginner or for somebody who has like, gone through this uh, an exercise program, for, let's say, for a few months, how, for how, what duration of time, let's say for 30 minutes, the whole 30 minutes or the whole, they have, obviously we need a warm-up period before they get into more intensive exercise, what period of time should be 65 to 75% of their maximum heart rate? That should be the majority of the workout should be there. The, you know, going from the, into the higher zones, you know, you go in, periodically, um, and you stay, and I guess also over time as you're building, you know, that, that duration can be extended, you know, you, you could do it by seconds or, you know, by minutes, depending on, 
on the program or what the goal is. But generally with, you know, people that I work with, I tend to, you know, we start out of obviously after the warm-up getting everything going um, and elevating it a little bit. We try to stick, you know, and be on the beginner level, we stick in zone one and we just get comfortable, you know, being elevated, you know, to that degree. Um, and then maybe we push them into zone two. I, zone three, I really feel is more necessary, I guess, in you know, the athletic population, uh, people who are really trying to get into endurance training, you know, stuff like that. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say that getting into zone three of your heart rate is particularly super important for people wanting to maintain, you know, optimal health and just general, you know, health and wellness. So going into zone two and, and staying there for, you know, four minutes, six minutes, ten minutes, depending on the time that you have to work out and how intense you'd like to go, that's what I would say would be um, optimal. Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think people, let's say, along with your DVD, let's say, that's coming out of my that we sell to people who walk into our nutrition center to have some type of device to let's say they can monitor them with their with what's going on with their heart rate or you don't think that's necessary? No, oh, I think that's actually a, I mean it's it's definitely better to have a heart rate monitor. First of all, it's important for those working out and you know you want to know where you, where you're holding with your heart rate. You want to know um, how elevated it is um, because that's also how you can gauge how intense the exercise is on your body. And, you know, overtraining in the sense of pushing yourself too hard, especially in the earlier stages, can be, you know, can have a negative effect um, if it's, you know. So monitoring the heart rate is a really good way to, you know, make sure that you're, you're working out at the intensity that you should be um, and that, you're, you know, you're, you're healthy and you're being safe. So it's definitely, you know, heart rate monitor, you can wear it around the chest or maybe they have ones nowadays that could just you wear on your wrist like a watch. Right. And stuff like that I think is very important. I think it's a very useful tool, especially... Uh, for those that are training on their own. Um, but, you know, if you feel confident enough, you can always really, you know, in, during your rest time, if you're taking any rest, you know, for a few seconds, if you, you know, you can, multi, you could, you know, check your own pulse and kind of like what you do when you walk and multiply that out based on how many seconds you hold it for and, and kind of get, get a general idea, that would work too. Um, but definitely heart rate monitors are, are definitely a helpful, useful tool. I just would like to mention that we we're getting close to the time uh, to run out of time over here is that I see very, very clearly, whether it's myself, whether it's my friends, my colleagues, whether it's my patients, people that come to me, you know, we want to maximize on our exercise program. Now, if a person is not sleeping properly, whether it's the quantity or the quality of the sleep, and they're not eating properly, I have so many people, they're just, they're totally like wiped out after breakfast. You know what I mean? These are young people. These are people in, in their late teens, 20s, and 30s, like they're wiped out. What did they have for breakfast? They had a few slices of white bread and, you know, some jam, not even any really protein, a couple, couple of orange juices, which is totally sugar, right? Like 20-something grams of sugar. So if they're going to maximize with, let's say, this DVD or any workout program, if they would just, you know, get a good night, have a good sleeping habit and good nutrition, you know, and meaning just carbohydrates should be whole grains and healthy fats and, 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 and quality protein, then they will they'll see that they have so much more energy to exercise. hundred percent. I think one of the things that we've, all, you know, in the fitness industry and in health and, med- you know, Medicare, we always know and sleep is a huge factor and people tend to not lose weight or not lose weight as, you know, as quickly or as efficiently um, without sleep, without getting their hours and in our cutthroat, very high-intensity lifestyle they, you know, have in, in America, you know, we're, we're always running and 
going about and staying up late, waking up early, trying right. to get things done. But there's never enough time in the day. Yeah, but your um, your 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 quality of day, your makeup, ten times fold, tenfold. Oh, hundred percent, because the sleep will allow you to be more efficient during the day, and you find that you get things done in a shorter amount of time. Um, now, Abby, you know, before we get before we get off, I'm always into you know trying to network with the medical field. You know, I have a great idea. What's my idea? I'm reaching out now to you and Chemi and Mr. Miller. We'll we'll brainstorm together. I would like to take like a few physicians, or we can even start with one physician, internist or cardiologist. You know, they have a relationship with some in these in, in the Borough Park Flatbush community, and take people that are overweight, and take people that are let's say pre-diabetes or diabetics, and work on with them a program, a nutritional protocol with an exercise program, and let them let's evaluate after three months. I recently had a woman I did this with. And the doctor wanted to put on medicine, high cholesterol, pre-diabetic. And the, the doctor said right away, an endocrinologist, you know, you got to go on medication. So I said to her, I said, say to the doctor, give me, give you, went to Mr. Gruber, give him three months. So three months later, she took blood tests. The doctor was willing to agree to this. She called me up on the phone, Mr. Gruber. I even called him, called him before I called my husband. I called the doctor. I got my results from the blood test. The cholesterol went down 50 points. The hemoglobin A1C went down. That's the test for diabetes. Went down. The doctor said, what medicine are you taking? She said, I'm not taking any medicine. I went to Gruber on 14th Avenue. He gave me an exercise and a nutritional program. He said, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. I think if we, you know, if we could have some type of relationship and work with the medical field and, 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 and show them, you know, via blood tests where that speaks for itself, that you can reduce the markers dramatically, your A1C, your this, your triglycerides, your, your, your cholesterol profile, your inflammatory markers, you know what I mean? And let's like, you know, like, good morning, America, let's wake up. You know what I mean? We'll, we'll see phenomenal results. I think... I'm so happy that I had to, the opportunity to interview you and Chemi, and Mr. Miller's here. I think it's a phenomenal show. I just got uh, now um, the cue that we have to end of the show. I appreciate so much you coming on to the show, both of you, and I wish both of you and all our listeners a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos. I would just like to give out the Nutrition, the Nutri-Supreme Education Center, the information loaded, located again at 4315 14th Avenue in Borough Park. Our local number is 718-853-0644. If you would like to email me regarding the DVD, questions that I could now give over to Mr. Miller, forward to Mr. Miller, egruber, G-R-U-B-E-R, that's initial E, G-R-U-B-E-R, at NutriSupreme.com. Our website is www.NutriSupreme.com. Um, I have now Mr. Miller's info, info, I-N-F-O, that's I-N-F-O, at labriut, L-A-B-R-I-U-T dot org. Yeah, that's the email. If you would like to email him, I'm sure he would love to hear from you. Thank you again, all of you, for listening, and have a wonderful, wonderful Shabbos.